All right, so here we are with episode one of At The Rocks podcast. We're here today with a bunch of esteemed guests from our school district who will introduce themselves, our Board of Education president, our superintendent, our high school principal, and our elementary humanities supervisor. They're going to introduce themselves to you, but the purpose of our very first podcast here is to inform you why we are doing podcasts. And the very quick answer to get us rolling is, We're doing amazing things in our school district, and part of what we need to do is get that information out there so our community, not only our parents, but other members of our larger learning community know all about the great things that are happening, not only from our administrators, who you're going to hear a little bit from today, but also our students, our teachers, the people that are really on the ground doing amazing things every day. So while this is only episode one, we already have about 40 Uh, ideas on paper already that we can talk about and get rolling. And I'm sure that list is just going to grow and grow, which will highlight and feature a wide variety of students, colleagues, teachers, administrators, uh, trainers who are working with our school. So this is really an exciting opportunity for us to share just how amazing our school district is and the great ways which we are working to accomplish the beliefs and vision that the school district holds true. So we'll start with Um, Our Board of Education President, our superintendent, will introduce them and let them share with you what that is and why we're doing these great things. Hi, it's Leo Coakley. I'm the board president this year. Um, I'm privileged to be in Roxbury. My students and uh, grandchildren and grandchildren attended school here. Some are still here. And I see some amazing things going on in Roxbury. And from time to time, as I talk to some of our town residents, I start talking about something, and they have absolutely no idea that that thing is happening in Roxbury. And there's just so much going on um, among our seven school buildings um, and the district as a whole, honors that our students receive from, um, from the A to the Z, from the marching band, the music programs, um, our our people that built the Habitat for House for Humanity and things that I don't even know about that I find out from time to time. So the analogy I have is it's like if you're on a cruise and if you stay on the top deck on the cruise, all you see is that and you don't know what's going on in the five layers below in different venues. So uh, I ask that all our people take a look at what's going on in our different schools and Attend as many of the events as you can. Hi, it's Loretta Radelik. I'm your superintendent here in Roxbury. Um, First, I want to say thank you so much to Dr. Seip for um, bringing this podcast idea to us. Um, We're very excited to be able to share everything that's happening um, in Roxbury. Overall, our vision, our shared vision, is to prepare the children of today for tomorrow. And having been in the district for over 13 years, um, I've actually seen where we are uh, moving towards that vision. Um, everything from the, the very beginning of, of my time here where we changed the high school schedule so that it would be block scheduling and we could accommodate students' needs in a more effective way, um, all the way to you know all of the electives and the programming um, from our aviation programming to our Teachers of Tomorrow to um, you know to our SDF uh, lab, 
Uh, it's just been an amazing experience, and I have to say I'm really proud of this district for and the and the community and the board support for really wanting to create a comprehensive educational experience for our children. Um, I'm going to turn it over now to Mr. Dom Miller, who will talk a little bit about the high school. Hello, everyone. Again, this is Dom Miller from Roxbury High School. Uh, and again, shout out to Mr. Dr. Seip for putting this podcast together so we can tell you all the great things going on here uh, not just at Roxbury High School, but within our district as a whole. Uh, we're very fortunate that we do have a supportive community, and that allows us to bring in some of the programs that Dr. Radelik had, had spoken about. I've also been in the district for about 16 years and have seen you know, leaps and bounds of growth uh, in my time here as a teacher, as a coach, and assistant principal, now the principal at the high school with our programming. Um, you know, we are school of choice for the visual and performing arts. We created in a partnership with the Morris School of Technology for Sports Medicine Academy. So we have so many different programs, pathways, clubs, activities. So there's so much stuff that we could talk about from the secondary level. And I know we're going to talk about some of the exciting programs that we have at the elementary level. So we're excited to bring those things to you and be able to communicate, clearly articulate for everybody to know what is going on here at the Rocks. Hey everyone, I'm uh, Miss Alyssa Bellardino. I'm one of two elementary supervisors. My counterpart is Miss Erica Kelly. Um, I supervise ELA and social studies, which is the humanities, while Erica Kelly is the sciences and mathematics. We're very excited to be a part of the podcast and start the podcast to give our school community a voice, but also highlight the amazing things that are happening in our classrooms and beyond. Um, one thing that I take pride in is being a rock star. We have rock star teachers and students who love learning and who love growing. I started my time here in Roxbury as an elementary school teacher at Nixon Elementary School. Um, seven years later, I'm now the humanities supervisor here. Um, some of our huge projects that we're working on and I'm very excited about are the continued um, professional development with Eric Francis in our standard-based work to ensure that we are making learning meaningful and exciting for children and supporting the whole child in our learning. We always provide an inclusive experience for all children, and our work with Leanne Young will continue to support that and help students become emotionally intelligent, curious thinkers, and leaders. Another exciting project that we have alongside our new math series is also lab site training. So for reading and writing in particular, we work with Leah Steiner, who is part of Jen Saravalo's group, to ensure that students love reading and writing and finding books and writing that's perfect for them. So what you're starting to hear there are some teasers, some unintentional slash intentional hints or teasers about upcoming episodes and things we're going to talk about. But more importantly, and I think to the purpose of this first episode is Dr. Radelik reminded us the vision of our school district is preparing the children of today for tomorrow and one of the things I think we take very seriously as a school community, as well as a group of administrators, is we don't know what that tomorrow looks like. Oftentimes, as educators, parents, community members, we think the future for our children looks like what was once our future, which we now know as our past and present. Um, but having you know an unknown future ahead of our children, we need to provide programs like Mr. Coakley shared and Mr. Miller shared about offering our high school students opportunities to explore potential future careers. But the future for our youngest learners is also divergent thinking. How do they problem solve? How do they collaborate? And so those are some of the skills that we've been working very hard to integrate into the classroom, which are hard to describe to members of our learning community who aren't in the classroom. So I'm happy that we were able to give a couple of examples. 
the 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 piece of that that is most important for us actually connects directly to our mission, right? Which I've pulled up here. I'm not going to read it, but it does highlight a supportive and collaborative community. And I think that's something we also want to talk about, although the purpose of this is to tease the future of this program. Our community is so supportive. It's one of the things that allows us to provide innovative, excitive programs. It's one of the things that has allowed us as a school district to move beyond the education that was once given to children of whom we were, right, that was perceived as successful. We've all made successful futures for ourselves in an educational system that has changed. So recognizing that we have such a supportive and collaborative community, that is highlighted in our mission. It's highlighted in our portrait of a graduate when we collaborated to design that thing. How, how does that connect with what we're doing? How has that helped you two as school administrators, building administrator, be successful? How has it helped Dr. Adelaide, Mr. Quigley, how has it helped you as the administrators and the board president to drive change when change is often uncomfortable for people? Um, so a, a number of years ago, we had uh, designed our strategic plan, and our strategic plan is generally a three-year plan, and it sets the vision and the goals for the district. Um, when that plan expired, um, Mr. Coakley happened to be the, the board president at that time, um, and Dr. Sipe and I had gone on a conference, and one of the things that we learned about was the portrait of a graduate. Um, it, that was very important to me. Um, bringing that to this district. And the reason it was very important is because it ties right into our vision. If we are going to prepare the children of today for tomorrow, we can't just provide them um, uh, well, the, the, the standards and the, uh, you know, the curriculum basics, um, but we have to actually help them to become stronger citizens. We have to help them to become leaders. We have to help them to become adaptable, resilient, curious thinkers. Um, and all of those elements came into our portrait of a graduate through the collaboration with our community. We had three meetings, um, and through those meetings, we were able to highlight and, and design the um, three or, or rather six pillars of the portrait of a graduate. Uh, so that, for me, really gave us the beacon. This is what we are heading towards um, when our grad graduates leave Roxbury, these are, along with all of the great foundational skills um, that we give them, they also have these, um, you know, really essential elements for their own development. Yeah, and continue just with the ideas of the portrait of graduate. We mentioned a bunch of programs that we brought in. I think that our teachers are trying to incorporate those ideas. Um, they have before you know we identified them and now even even as they are identified our teachers are incorporating those the elements of portrait of the graduate you know whether it be um, you know uh, you know adaptable resilient you know curious thinkers those kind of things we're finding ways to uh, enhance those practices within the classroom uh, and again I, I mentioned the programs that we are providing with our students I think we continue to find ways whether it's through electives or programs that we can encourage, inspire our students, and we're hiring staff members that are doing that as well. And the staff members we have there, you know, they're taking additional training, uh, and they are finding ways to incorporate the ideas for portrait of a graduate within their classrooms, whether it be new projects or different activities, uh, outreach to the community, those kind of things. So I think it's it's kind of all encompassing at the high school level. We're you know, whether it's in the class as a whole, whether it's a club, an activity, a sport, you know, particular programs. 
yeah, you know, we're and you know, students are being recognized for those things. We do a um, a senior option program, and anytime a kid is doing a senior option program, whether it's at a doctor's office, uh, engineering firm, whatever it may be, some of the criteria for that is they've got to meet different uh, elements of portrait of the graduate. And when they are presenting uh, at the midway point and at the end of the year, they're talking about how those experiences represented the different elements of the portrait of the graduate. Yeah, I think it's important for the parents to recognize when they think back of their education, it was mostly transfer of knowledge. Uh, you learned how to do math. You learned uh, about Shakespeare. You learned about science. Now, how many of you have been um, sitting at home or even driving a long ride in a car and you're having a discussion and you want to know something and the passenger, of course, takes out their phone and Googles it and right away you have the knowledge, you have the information. So the emphasis, it's a, it's a big shift in education from just transfer of knowledge to allowing our kids to develop an ability to apply that knowledge. And when you become an adult and you go to work and you have a, a job of responsibility, that's where it comes in. Just knowing the knowledge is not enough, particularly in the, in the current world. You have to know how to apply that knowledge in a purposeful way and accomplish a goal or intended result. And that's, our kids are getting that down at the lower levels now, where in the past they did not. And I think this whole shift and the portrait of graduate puts the emphasis on those character qualities, those resilience qualities, those independent thinking or creative thinking qualities that weren't there when I was a kid in school or only if you had a very imaginative teacher. So to Leo's point and to Loretta's point, Dom talked about some of the highlights of things that happen for high school kids as they get ready to transition into adult life. And I think our high school provides a really great variety of opportunities for students to reach all learners, right? Our community serves all students. We need to make sure we have opportunities for all learners, but that doesn't happen by magic, right? We have amazing teachers. We really do. But how are our high school students prepared to make those that leap into adult life? How are they prepared to apply their knowledge like Mr. Coakley just shared? Well, Alyssa, talk to us a little bit about the building blocks. That stuff happens as our youngest learners enter our schools in kindergarten. There's real powerful learning happening there, although it may look different than the learning that happens at the high school in some ways, but not all, right? Some of the skills definitely continue throughout. So how are those building blocks put together at the elementary level? So I think you, you mentioned a good point about that collective vision, that it really does start with the teachers um, as a team and empowering our teachers to continue to learn and grow. We do that by that on-site training and coaching teachers um, for them to continue their learning. That helps us to really gear our teaching for students to reach their, their full potential and apply their knowledge to be active citizens. What does that look like in the classroom? Well, that really incorporates student choice, allowing students to pursue, pursue their interests um, and really making those real-world connections so students are seeing value in what they're learning and how it will help them as they move on in their career, and not only in Roxbury, but when they leave Roxbury um, as young adults. So that's a real quick taste of what we're doing here and why. What I'm excited about is episodes to come are going to be the specifics that get into the granular details of this overarching idea of preparing our students from the moment they enter our schools till the time they graduate and walk across that stage with Mr. Miller calling their name to move into a young adult life, 
What happens in the middle? We have a lot of real specific, amazing things that happen that star our kids and star our teachers. And so we're really looking forward to presenting that information. But I've been excited to have this opportunity to be joined by four of my colleagues because what while the, the stars of the show are the kids and the teachers, a lot of the work goes in behind the scenes from building administrators and supervisors, of course, our superintendent and our board of education to support in our, our initiatives. A lot of these amazing things started with a, I wonder if we could do this thing. Nobody's ever done it. We're going to have to take a chance. And I can say from my from my position and the folks I work with, we get that support. We get the the encouragement to do something new, do something innovative, and do something cool. It's my hope that we pass that along to the teachers who then pass it along to the kids, which I've seen happen on a regular basis. So I'm really thankful to have Ms. Bellardino, Mr. Miller, Dr. Radelick, and Mr. Coakley join us today to kick off this podcast series, which I hope will really become a linchpin for how we inform our learning community about all of the amazing things that are happening here, led by administration, teachers, and kids in a really great collaborative effort to prepare the children of today for tomorrow. So thank you all for being a part of this. Any last words? Yeah, Mr. Dr. Sipe, there's one thing I need you to remember. Every day is a great day to be a Gale. And we're out. Thanks, Mr. Miller. Thanks, Ms. Bellardino, Dr. Adelik, Mr. Coakley. Thanks for listening, everybody.